Don't miss a moment of World Champion Dodger Talk. Your chance to talk about the world champs is here. 866-987-2570. Hear past episodes of Dodger Talk on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome back to Dodger Talk. David Vasse with you until 8 o'clock tonight here on AM570 LA Sports. Thanks to Brad Paisley for joining us in the previous segment. I'm trying to impress our next guest because he is the newest Dodger, a man that uh, I am not ashamed in saying that I was very vocal to get him here to Los Angeles somehow, some way, and that is the one and only Freddie Freeman. Freddie, thanks a lot for the time. Yeah, thank you, David. I appreciate it. Did I impress you knowing that Brad Paisley was just on the show? Yes, it does. I do love country music, so uh, I've been able to. I went, was able to go to the CMA Awards over the off season and got to meet a lot of wonderful country artists. So big country fan, so that does impress me. Yeah, you know, Kershaw and Justin Turner might tell you they're the friends of Brad Paisley, oh. but does Brad Paisley text them to come on their radio show? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. See. So you're telling me that he texts you to come on his show on your show? That's right. Well, that's, I'm going to go with, you're more friendly with him then. I'll connect you. I'll connect. See, these are the perks of uh, being not only on Dodger Talk, but being a Dodger. No, there's a lot of perks. Um, I've been competing against the Dodgers for a long time, and the perk is they like to win, and that's why I'm uh, one of the reasons I'm here. It's interesting from your perspective, competing against these group of players for so long. Yeah. Now you're on the inside. <laughs> yeah. What's it like to be on the inside the first few days? Well, it's been a whirlwind, I can tell you that. Um, but it's exciting. I've obviously competed against these guys for a long time. A lot of them somewhere in the same division, like JT before he came over here. So I'm facing Kirsch. I'm just so happy I don't have to face Kirsch anymore. <laughs> I don't have to face Bruce Dar anymore. I don't have to – when Dustin May comes back, I don't face Undermine our sinkers, Julio, Urias. It's, but that's the beauty of this game is that some there's so many different paths people take, and sometimes your teammates with these guys that you've competed against, and how wonderful they are, their routines, and how they go about their business. Everyone has one common goal in the Dodger organization, and that's to win. And it's been such a great atmosphere the first few days. Still trying to learn everyone's name. I walk in, look left <laughs> to the food room, and there's 20 people in there. I don't know any of them, so. But the guys that I do know are making it so special and making it a, a, as smooth as transition as, a, as I can get. Did you hear the reaction by your teammates when the news came out that you were signing here? Because everybody tries to play it cool, but they did not play it cool. They were just as excited as the fans. I've heard some <laughs> some things. Um, I heard Doc got asked a, quite, a couple of questions before I signed and some things like that. But my first phone call was a FaceTime to Justin Turner. So his phone, his name popped up on my phone quite a bit over the offseason. So um, I guess we're going to have to give an assist to him. Freddie, you always hear in other sports the nba the nfl there's a recruiting going on with the players yeah. you don't hear too much of that in baseball that must have been nice that these guys wanted you yeah it is nice it's it's nice to feel wanted um i feel like justin's been doing this for a lot longer than just one <laughs> off season so but that's the like if everyone gets to first base and we just always talk you know and I, there's been a couple other teams and guys <laughs> on other teams that do the same thing but um since I'm here, it, Justin was a big part of that. <laughs> so that wasn't a joke that Justin's been recruiting you for five years. I mean, it is kind of like a joke because I think I think we all were just saying it just to say it, you know. And you know, obviously, I'm from. He went to Cal State Fortin. I was supposed to go to Cal State Fortin. Oh. So 
um being from southern california i think that was just the connection he was like you should come play here this and that but being funny so um it was a little bit of a joke but it turned out to be true <laughs> All right. yeah freddie freeman a local kid from orange county i've mentioned the connection between you and sean green's dad ira green am i embellishing over the fact that he at an early age kind of helped you and plant the seeds of hitting oh uh, yes i had i took i've had two hitting coaches my whole life um it was my dad and ira green so so um, I hit a lot with Ira Green, a lot of lessons over a couple of years, and um, it was always a great time because he knows so much about hitting and such a wonderful person. So I guess the connection was early on, and I always saw Sean uh, in the batting cages when they owned the batting cages back in the day, and it's just special, and now kind of come full circle, here we are. So were you a Dodger fan or an Angel fan growing up? Uh, I hope the Dodgers don't get mad. I grew up <laughs> 10 minutes uh, from Angel Stadium, so I grew up an Angels fan. Were you there when they won the World Series? I went to one playoff game, not the World Series. But, um, you know, I, I grew up a Garrett Anderson fan, so that happens. He played for the Dodgers one year, so that helps too. <laughs> so uh, there's a little connection all over the place. Freddie, obviously your second home became Atlanta, being there for so long, but – Coming back home and having your friends and family yeah. with you for the whole season, that's got to be somewhat special. Yeah, it's going to be special. I, my grandfather, who's 86 years old, it's still he was actually shag fly balls and ground balls for me three, days, uh, thir no three weeks ago. So he's still doing really well. So now he's going to be able to come and watch me whenever he pleases. So that's what's special. My dad still – my whole family lives in Orange County. So – it's going to be a wonderful experience being able to play in front of them again like I did when I was in high school. But you're just trying to gloss over something that is pretty amazing. Your 86-year-old grandfather was shagging for you? Yeah, I also played catch with him too. Oh so, uh, yeah, he's a special human being. That's Ed Freeman, by the way, Ed everyone. Freeman. So Ed, Ed's still doing pretty amazing. And, uh, you know, he would, he would still get upset at himself if he didn't throw the ball like he wanted to. So... <laughs> Um, it's it, he it, it's going to be special to be able to see him in the stands. And you and your dad obviously have such a tight bond. I'm, I have to introduce that part of it to L.A. Your dad has been your rock mm -hmm. for the majority of your life. Is it special to for him to have you back in Southern California? Yeah, I think when we moved back um, in the off season four years ago, my wife and I because we wanted it was a little. I used to live full time in Atlanta, it, yeah. but it gets a little cold in the off season. So when my my oldest son was born. Um, uh, we wanted him to be outside a lot so we moved back and my dad was pretty ecstatic that i finally moved back because i only came home for a, you know a couple of weeks during the holidays so um my dad was actually the one throwing me batting practice this whole off season so we're still going strong yeah he is my rock i think if anybody knows my story there's a reason why so um we went through a lot as a family um 22 years ago and you know our bond is strong Wow, what a Freeman family. Yeah. You're up the middle. Your dad throwing you BP and yeah. your grandfather shagging. Yep, and my son is also there. So we had four generations um, at the at my – I always hit at my high school, so at my high school field, and that's a special, special thing. Did you always know baseball was in your blood? Uh, y yes. I had two older brothers. I have two older brothers, so they both played baseball. We all played different sports growing up. My dad loved baseball. My grandfather loves baseball. So it was just one of those sports that we all loved and played. And, you know, obviously, you know, things took it. You know, I, I guess I was pretty good at it, you know. So I played multiple sports all the way up until high school. And then uh, baseball kind of took over. Freddie Freeman is our guest. Freddie, you're a world champion now. Yeah. 
does it feel different? Freddie Freeman, do you have a little bit world champion? Do you have a different type of confidence now that you've been to the mountaintop? It, it's a good feeling. I don't yeah. know if it's, there's anything different. I mean, you, this is all you do every single year. You prepare to try and win the World Series. And it took me 12 seasons to finally do it. But, um, you know, it's a special feeling. It was a w- weird one because I became a free agent and then the lockout. So it was hard to, like, kind of even enjoy it. But... When you look back and you know how hard it is to, to win in this game and you start to appreciate every little thing that goes into it and to hear you be a world champion, that's, that's what it's all about. And to look to your left and to your right in this clubhouse, there are also world champions yeah. too. I mean, is it comfortable to know that you don't have to be the guy? Yeah, uh, yes. It's um, When you look to the left and right and you got Trey Turner who won it in 19 so there's there's a lot of champions here so unfortunately you guys beat us in 2020 Mm -hmm. but um you know it's it's nice everyone has a common goal in this organization that's to win and everyone's done it and some of the new guys that have come in have done it as well so that's that's when you got a bunch of winners in the same clubhouse everyone's going pulling on the same rope to do it again all right, I'm letting you go. I know you got to get with your family. Yep. One other connection I have, we have a common friend, Javier Sosa, oh. Javier Jr. of Javier's in yeah. Newport Beach. Oh, my gosh. Javi, Javier's, I go there probably once or twice um, every couple of weeks. It's so good. Uh, he, I think he's an Angels fan, though. So. No, no, he, Javier Jr. is a Dodger oh, fan. Okay, but Javier is an Angels yeah. fan, I think. So, yeah, I live pretty close to theirs yeah. in the offseason, so – there, we got a lot of connections yeah, going on here. Do. Yeah, I did. I, I'm not ashamed to say I did text Junior when you were eating there. I said, "Hey, can you make the pitch for us?" <laughs> I did, well, free guacamole yeah. if you sign with the Dodgers. Javier was trying to get me to go to the Angels, so that's not up to me. So he told me I could get free margaritas, but uh, we're we're here now, and there's a lot of connections. I look yeah. forward to seeing many more connections. Maybe we could have a celebration at Javier's one day. I would like that after we win the World Series. All right, yeah. done. Yeah. Great meeting you. Great to be on this side together and look forward to bugging you. And don't believe anything that any of those guys say about me. I promise. I'll only listen to you. <laughs> Thanks, David. There he goes. Freddie Freeman had a great time with him earlier this afternoon and just uh, a tremendous person. I know you hear players talk about it, but he is everything and more that what everybody says about him. And in case you don't know the story about his mom, He lost her when he was 10 years old. She died of melanoma, and it's been him and his dad um, ever since he was 10 years old and baseball and his brothers. So uh, just a tremendous uh, person, and he is going to be he is going to become a fan favorite here in Los Angeles, just as big as he was in Atlanta, because uh, there's a reason why they loved him in Atlanta. It wasn't just about him being a great player, but just everything that he represented in, uh, in, in what he did. So Freddie Freeman, welcome to Los Angeles. Um, and he is, um, he's a great guy. He really is. And uh, can't say enough about him. Uh, we, we uh, taped uh, that interview was about nine minutes long. Uh, we spent about 20 minutes together today just talking about things and just the big transition he's had to make. And look, just like Kenley Jansen in Atlanta, you don't just forget about your 17 years with the Dodgers. And Freddie Freeman is not going to forget about his 15 years with the Braves. But I do believe once the Braves and Dodgers play each other in the first month of the season, 
Um, I feel like that'll help Kenley and Freddie each get some closure. Kenley will get that closure at Dodger Stadium before Freddie gets that when the Dodgers go to Atlanta about a month later. But I really believe that. I've seen that before where players go back to their own ballpark where they played previously. They get the warm ovation. Freddie will get more than likely his championship ring when the Dodgers go to Atlanta in June. And from there, you know, there's closure right there. But Freddie Freeman is a Dodger, and he is really excited to be a Dodger. And I know there's been a lot of uh, his side of the story, their side of the story. The bottom line is, if a team really wants you, they bring you back. They find a way to bring you back. You know, I'm at the point of my life and covering sports. I've seen a, a lot. I've heard a lot. The bottom line is, if they want you, they'll find a way to bring you back. And the Braves did not find a way to bring back Freddie Freeman. And the Dodgers really wanted Freddie Freeman. That's why he's here. And uh, I think everybody in Los Angeles really wanted Freddie Freeman. So happy to have him. Great to meet him. And look forward to having him on the show uh, often during the season. 